What is up? DGAFers. We are here talking about binge eating and restricting today. And we are sharing a lot of personal stories, but we're also going to help you understand if you are stuck in that binge restrict shame, guilt, repeat cycle. You're not alone. First of all, we have been there, but we're going to help you understand why you seemingly cannot for the life of you break that cycle, why that is controlling your life, controlling your food choices, controlling your weekends, controlling your grocery shopping, controlling what you order at restaurants, like all the things. Yeah. And we have a special gift for you too. If you listen all the way until the end um, of this podcast episode to really help you start the breaking up site, the breaking up phase of the binge and restrict cycle. I hope that made sense, but we have a gift for you at the end. Um, totally free. If you're like, I'm so fucking sick of this. How do I stop overeating? How do I stop binging? How do I stop this restrict cycle and start living a more freer life, making peace with food, all the things you're going to want to get your hands on this magical gift that we're going to give you. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Lauren and I talk in this episode. Um, if you've listened to us for a while, we used to say like, oh, well, Jenna was the binger. Lauren was the restrictor. And yep. now we've kind of changed our tune on that because the more that we're learning about intuitive eating and the more we're learning about diet culture and binge eating and restricting and, and how diets affect us mentally, we realize that there's actually different types of binging that you can do. So the binging that I would do was actually, it just looked different than the binge eating that Lauren would do, but she also was binge eating at the time. And that has been like this, like, like this um, moment from this week. And we're like, okay, we got to talk about this because you may not relate to, to Lauren's story. You might relate to mine or vice versa. And we really want to just bring that all to your awareness this week. I also think it's interesting because when you guys hear my version of, of binging, I don't think a lot of people consider what I was doing binging because for the longest time in my head, I thought binging was like, we'll get into this, but like eating a whole tray of cookies. I didn't think binging was what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to give it away. You can listen to the podcast episode to kind of hear that. So I think it, it might be eye-opening for some people if they're like, oh shit, I, I, I do what Lauren, I do that. Yeah. That's binging. So when I'll, we'll tell the story in the podcast episode, but I've had a big realization like, oh, I binge just wasn't the, the, what I would consider the textbook way to binge. Right. Right. So our, our goal throughout this podcast episode, throughout our social media journey, if you, you know, hopefully you're following along, if you're listening to this, clearly you're here. So thank you. Thank you for following. Um, we want to help you understand where you're at right now in terms of your mentality with food and how it's controlling you in some way, shape or form and, and really help you hit what we call diet bottom, which means we want to help you realize that it's in your best interest to be done dieting. That's probably very scary for you. If you are, are anything like how I was Lauren was with our backgrounds with dieting, we did it for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. We also want to give you the next steps that are really going to free you from diet culture and its grip that it has on you and help you break free of that and help you move forward and find that food freedom that you're looking for and really help you just make peace with every food. 
Yes. And if you're really loving this, like switch, this conversation we've been having lately going from selling diets to doing diets forever to saying these are dumb. Um, and now on our intuitive eating page, if you're like, oh, I'm obsessed, I love this topic. I love this conversation. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast. So Yes, you can look up our podcast and search it and then listen to our episodes. But when you subscribe, it puts our podcast in your library. And then from there, you'll get notified like, oh, there's a new episode. Oh, there's a new episode. So that you can stay up to date and kind of follow along with us educating you more so on intuitive eating and binging and restricting. So make sure you hit subscribe. If you are not following us on social media, you need to because we are posting so much content on intuitive eating and we love humor. That's like one, John and I just love being goofy. So if you need a laugh, but you also want to be educated on intuitive eating, we are the people to follow funny. Like I love laughing. So I love watching people that make me laugh. That's like my favorite thing to do on social media. So follow us at fit.and.social and don't be a stranger. If you like something that we're posting, or if you have a question, um, DM us, reach out. We will always be there to have that fun conversation with you. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a bleep or get it. (laughs) (laughs) But really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a bleep what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. So the other day we posted on our Instagram stories, we asked a question um, and we're like, hey guys, since we're transitioning into intuitive eating and we are super anti-diet for a lot of reasons, which we're going to kind of be talking a little bit more about our stories. We asked like, what do you guys want to learn more when it comes to intuitive eating? And one of the options was like how to break the binge and restrict cycle. And we had a lot of people voting for that option. And we also had a lot of people voting they just wanted to know what is intuitive eating and what it, what is it not? Um, so today we thought it would be fun and eye-opening for you too, to really dive into our binge and restrict stories a little bit, and then give you some background on why we actually binge and overeat. Um, and what's the science behind that and getting into some details that we have really read and discovered through our research, uh, we are reading the book. Um, it's the fourth edition, fully revised, um, updated, updated book on intuitive eating. So it's intuitive eating, a revolutionary anti-diet approach. It is by Evelyn. I'm going to butcher her last name. Jenna, what's her last name? Uh, I think it's Evelyn Tribal. Tribal. 
tribal and Elise Resch. I think I'm saying that right. Anyways, we're reading this book. And so, so much good shit in this book when it comes to binging. And we want to share some things with you today. Yes. And you know, it's funny because Lauren and I, if you followed us for a long time or even listened to podcasts from way back in the day, we always used to say like, I was the binger and Lauren was the restrictor. I know that that has come out of our mouths before. And now, now that I'm educating myself more on this, I really think that we were both bingers and both restrictors. (laughs) Like, and that's something that has really kind of come full circle for me because truly, I mean, you guys, the reason why you binge on foods is because you restrict them. It's because you are stuck in this diet mentality where you're telling yourself, I can't have this. I can't have this. I can't have this. And then all of a sudden you break and you have it and you have it in bulk because it's like the wheels come off. And I know for me, especially it was like, I wanted to get in every single food that I told myself I wasn't allowed to have everything that I had labeled as, as a forbidden bad food. When I let myself off the, the diet wagon, it was like a freaking free for all, like give me everything all at one time. And then I would be sick. Yeah. And it's funny that we used to say that. And I used to think I was the restrictor, but not really a binger. You can't be one or the other. Like if you are restricting, there's a lot of times that you're overeating and you're binging and it might look different. Binging might look different for some people. Like you could sit there and eat 25 cookies. That's a binge. Or you could just eat like a giant dinner and like finish your entire plate and like scarf it down really fast because you're afraid that you're never going to get that, that again. And that's the type of binger I was. I was the type of binger where I would be dieting, dieting, restricting portions, counting calories, counting points, whatever it was. And then my mom would make like a really bomb ass dinner, like chicken piccata with pasta and garlic bread and salad and all the goodness. And I would eat so much of it. Like I would get tons of pasta, three things of chicken, have two pieces of garlic bread, and then, you know, have the salad. And I would feel like so dead after it. But in my head, I didn't think that was binging because I wasn't binging on like a bag of chips or a basket of cookies or something. Right. And, and I think a lot of times when we think of binging, like you were kind of comparing your binges to my binges where mine, mine were different. Mine would consist of like all different types of foods. Like I know I've told this story before, but it's very relevant. Um, this was kind of like my breaking point with binge eating where I was like, I can't live my life like this anymore. That was me hitting diet bottom. Um, I went on a date with my husband and we went and had beers. We had burgers, we had fries, we got appetizers. We were there watching basketball games for like, like six or seven hours. Like we just sat at the bar and just like piled through appetizers. And then on the way home, we stopped and got ice cream, but it was like the ice cream sundae with brownies and chocolate and chocolate chips. And, and I was so sick that night. Like I literally threw up the entire night and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, I can't do this to myself mm-hmm. anymore. I have to be done. Um, but it was hard. Like, yeah. just like admitting like, okay, something is wrong. I can't live like this. I don't want to live like this it's very scary when you're like, but what does that even look like? What does that mean? What do I do? 
Well, you also think that it's your fault that you're doing this. You're like, well, if I could just be better, if I could just be more disciplined, if I could just have more willpower, yeah. I wouldn't do these things. But in reality, it's because you're following these diet culture food roles, whatever diet you've been on in the past or things you've learned from either growing up as a kid, like can't have this, this is bad, this is good. And so you have all these restrictions on yourself. That's why you go ham on things. It's not because you don't have willpower. It's not because you're not disciplined. It's not because you're a bad person. It has nothing to do with your personality and who you are as a human. It has everything to do with outside rules, expectations, um, demands, it, that's what it has to do with. And I have a story I want to tell too. Um, I would binge a lot, uh, like really large portions when I would drink. And I also would binge drink too for, for a while. Um, and that was because I think my binge drinking was really because for my whole life, I was like told alcohol is like the devil. And that if you drink it, it's horrible and you're a horrible person. Um, and so I was like, fuck you, I'm going to drink it all, bring it on down. And that's, that's the same thing. Like when somebody tells you something's bad and you can't have it, you're like, fuck you, dude. And then you go do it times 8,000. And so I would binge drink. And when I would binge drink, I would finally have that fuck it mentality. That's when I would really have the fuck it mentality. And me and my friends would always get food after binge drinking. Cause who doesn't, you know? whatever. So I remember we were at, I think it was my friend's bachelorette party and we were at Geneva on the lake, which is kind of near where we live. And we were so drunk after going out all night and we ordered, we ordered, I'm not even kidding you, like three large pizzas, five, like four baskets of fries, two meatball subs. And I don't even know what else we ordered so much food. So it gets there. I think we spent probably $85 on food that night, which was nuts. And I'm not kidding you, you guys. I ate, I, I probably ate five pieces of pizza. I probably had like a fuck ton of fries. I ate half of a meatball sub. Um, and I was like, the next day I was like, what's wrong with me? I can't control myself when I drink it. I eat everything in sight. Like I'm never going to see that again. I would do the same exact thing. I'm sitting over here laughing because yeah, I mean, we would do the same thing in college. We would go out to the bars or go out to the, the frat houses and like plow through cases of Bud Light, come home and eat like fried chicken fingers and fries with like, literally we went to, <laughs> this is so sick. Um, <laughs> this place on campus, it was like a grocery store that was attached to the place that sold chicken fingers. So while we waited for our chicken fingers and fries to be done, we would buy cans of cheese on our like room cards basically and take canned cheese back upstairs with us and put them on our chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> sounds actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you would just go ham, go ham. It's, and it's sick because of the like sheer amount of canned cheese we would go through. Yes. So let's kind of, I want to talk about, um, something interesting that I read in the intuitive eating book that Jen and I are both reading because it talks about 
this. It talks about the overeating and the binging and why, why it happens. But it was interesting. They had a study. There's tons of studies and case studies and things in this book. So it's, it's very eye-opening, like very science-based too. So it's backed up by a ton and ton of science and research as to why we do the things that we do in terms of binge eating and the diets and all of that, and how intuitive eating really helps us become free of all of that. But one of the studies um, they did it, I think on like two guys and it wasn't a diet. These people were not on, like told they had to follow like diet rules or, or anything like that. Basically what they did was they just limited. So they put them in like this, I can't, I might butcher the story a teeny bit. They put them in like a house, like where they was just them two and they supplied the food. Okay. The people that were doing the research were like, here's the food you guys get to eat while you're here. And it was very select, like roll, like you get chicken, you get this, you get that, um, nothing else. This is all you get. And because even though they weren't, there wasn't a diet or anything like that to lose weight, nothing like that, because they were deprived of like other foods, they had no other option. All they had was this food that was in the house. They started fantasizing about foods that they used to have at restaurants and they were fantasizing about brownies and the things that weren't available in the home that they were in. And what ended up happening was when they let these guys go, like you're done, you're not in here. They actually had fucked up issues for a while with food because they were deprived of the things that they wanted. So what they did was both of them went ham on all the stuff that they were fantasizing about while they were there. And then it was very hard for them. They got into that guilt shame cycle and they weren't even on a diet. Like it wasn't prefaced as like, this is a diet. So basically what they're saying in this book is like, it doesn't matter anytime you are, your body or your mind thinks that it's going to be deprived, that food is not readily available to it when it's needed. It goes into this like mode where you are, obsessively thinking about food. And then that's when you binge on something because your body thinks that you're never going to get that again. And it's a survival mechanism. And it's, it's like, okay, if I'm not going to have food for a while, I have to fuel up right now with a ton of food so that I can live. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting. It is so interesting. And I think what's even more interesting about it is that we don't, we don't think of it that way. Like we just think of it as I fucked up. I have no willpower. Yep. I'm terrible. And it's that guilt and shame that keeps us in that trap of, well, okay, I'm going to be really good this week, or I'm going to make up for last night because I, I shouldn't have had X, Y, Z. And it just is this cycle that continues and continues. And then the more we restrict, the more we binge and it's based on science. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. And actually hopefully this gives you some, some peace of mind because there is nothing wrong with you. This is, this is how your body and your mind are designed to work. So if you are binging and restricting and feeling guilt and feeling shame, congratulations, you are doing exactly what your body is designed to do. Right. When you're depriving it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Diets are literally a form of starvation. Yeah. Because you're limiting the amount of food you have and you're not listening to your body and what it actually needs. You're kind of telling it what it needs. And most of the time it's not what it needs. It needs more or less of this or whatever. And you're forcing it to do whatever. And so then your body's like, well, shit, 
I'm starving. I'm not getting what I need. So I'm going to go in starvation mode. That's like your biology. Like when right. we used to like live outside and have to hunt for everything, that's your body has that survival instinct of got to get it now because we're, who knows, it could be weeks before we get the next meal. Your body doesn't understand that we're in 2020 and that there's food literally at every corner. They don't under, in the book, it's like your body doesn't know there's a McDonald's at every fucking corner. It doesn't know that. So when you're depriving it of food, it's like freaking out and thinking that you're going to die. So it, it wants to store all of that. Yeah. And so hopefully this is eye-opening for you. And hopefully this, this kind of just gives you that, that fresh viewpoint of, okay, there isn't anything wrong with me. My body is doing what it's designed to do. If I'm stuck in that binge and restrict cycle. And we really want to just kind of open your eyes that, it doesn't have to stay that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, we are like in this podcast, we can't cover everything. Like I would love to just keep talking and talking forever and, and really just take you through the whole intuitive eating experience and like teach you everything you need to know, but that's literally impossible to do in a podcast episode. Um, more to come on that. We are going to be developing some, some courses and things to help you get to that intuitive eating state. However, for right now, the point of this podcast episode is to make you understand or help you understand that the binge and restrict cycle is not your fault and that you can break free from it. And it's not by getting on a diet. Yeah. You, you've got, if you want to quit it, if you don't, if you are sitting here, like I'm so done overeating, feeling uncomfortable, binging on all this crap, feeling like I can't eat this, that, or the other, and you're, you're killing yourself because you're restricting so much. Um, the only way to break free of that is to let yourself eat food. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's a whole nother thing that we'll get into. We'll have more podcast episodes on that, but today we want to gift you with something that we made to help you get started on this intuitive eating path so that you can really ultimately break this binge and restrict cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Lauren and I sat down and we know you have a ton of questions on this stuff because, yeah. you know, we did too. Um, so we really wanted to create just a free guide, a free download for you. That's going to help you understand more about the binge cycle, why you are kind of stuck in that, which we really covered in depth in this episode. Um, but then we're going to talk about in this document, what intuitive eating is and what it's not, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people have a ton of misconceptions like, okay, well, it's just like a free for all. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Kind of sort of not really. Uh, so yeah. we're, so we're going to break that down in this document as well, because we know you've got some questions swirling around in your head. Um, and we're also going to help you just may come to the realization is intuitive eating the right move for you? Is that going to be something that you're ready to embrace with us as we transition to intuitive eating as well? Yeah. Well, I wanted to even mention that if you press play on this episode, you're sick of binging and restricting. Mm -hmm. Um, so just know that if you're list and if you're an intuitive eater, like actually you wouldn't listen to this episode very because, true. because you're not binging and you're not restricting so this would not be interesting to you you'd be like well i don't, I don't need to know that i don't do that so yeah. if you're listening to this you do that 
or you know somebody in that's really so maybe yeah you are an intuitive eater and like maybe your husband or maybe your friend or maybe your mom or somebody is like insane about it and you're listening to this to like get some more clarity on why they do those things but i doubt most people are listening to that for somebody else i think they're listening to it for themselves yeah that's a very very good point so if you're listening to this go click the link in the show notes and download this guide because we're going to help you really understand is intuitive eating right for you? Um, we actually have a quiz in there as well. That's going to help you understand your starting point. So it goes through four main areas. It talks about, um, the first area is unconditional permission to eat. And it just kind of gauges, like, do you give yourself permission to eat food or are you holding back in that area? And so it's just about a couple yes or no questions. It's really going to guide you through that. Um, the second section talks about eating for emotional reasons or physical reasons. Are you eating to fuel your body or are you eating because you're stressed and you're anxious and you're sad and lonely, that kind of stuff? Um, are you relying on your internal hunger cues? Does your body, are you able to recognize when you're hungry, when you're full? And then body food choice congruence. So just kind of in terms of what foods you're choosing. So it's very interesting. And if nothing else, it's gonna tell you are you eating intuitively already? Or do you have some work to do in some of these areas? And I really, I really just want to encourage you to go take that and see where you're at. Because I mean, Lauren and I talk so much being self-aware is the first step in anything. So just yeah. understanding your starting point and where you're really coming from in this process is going to help you move forward. Yeah. And we don't want, and when you take this quiz, um, we do encourage you to, to email us and respond back to, to we, we will send you an email when you uh, sign up for this. We want, and, and you don't have to, this could be your own personal information that you can reflect on, uh, but just know that there's no judgment based off of your score that you get on this quiz. And even if you score not so well, that's actually a good thing because now you we're gonna help you get better. We're going to help you break free of all of this damage that has been done um, through dieting and by diet culture and weight stigma and all that bullshit that's been, you know, put on us by media, by family members, by whatever. So just know that everyone has a starting point. And I know that if I took this quiz like three years ago, oh Jesus, oh man, I would be it would be bad. Like, I, it would yeah. be bad. But now I'm at this point in my life and I took this quiz now currently and I was surprised. I was like, wow, like I'm, I still have a couple areas that I need to work on. Um, but for the most part, I've, I've let go of a lot of that binge and restrict cycle and a lot of that negative body dysmorphia still working on some of the things but we are not here to judge you. Nobody's here to judge you. We're here to help heal um, those who have been affected by diet culture because we don't want anyone ending up with eating disorders. We don't want people ending up with body dysmorphia. Um, we want people to be happy and comfortable in, in their skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So go ahead, click the show notes, download this. Like Lauren said, email us and let's just start the conversation because I can promise you there is literally nothing that you could tell us about your personal journey that would surprise us when it no. comes to this. Like 
we have been through so much when it comes to binging and restricting and, and body dysmorphia and body image issues. I mean, we've, we've been through done it, done it, seen it, been there, got the t-shirt. Like it's not, it's not going to surprise us and we're not here to judge you. So just know that, you know, if you need someone in your life that is going to listen to you and help you through this process unconditionally, you have the two of us. Definitely. And then one last thing I want to mention when you do um, grab this free download, you will be subscribed to our email, um, our email list, which basically we're not going to spam you with anything stupid or crazy. What we're going to use this email list for is to educate you on intuitive eating. So really walking you through the process and really educating you on what it really is and what the principles are. And so the emails that you'll get after this are just going to help you um, improve those scores from that quiz. So excited to, to be walking you through that. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. Cannot wait to hear what you think of this, what you learn about yourself. Um, and just remember, this is a, a whole process, a whole learning process but it's time to take that first step.